This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash be here now today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash be here now. Welcome to the Be Here Now Network guest podcast. This series features talks from a myriad of modern spiritual teachers expanding on how we can all live a life in balance. If you're interested in supporting this podcast, please go to BeHereNowNetwork.com slash guest. Good morning. Hoping you all got some good rest and are feeling a little bit more settled as each moment passes, warm enough, <laughs> we're staying in uh, cottages over a little bit down the road, and it's not quite as warm as it is over here. <laughs> uh, my fingers are thawing out still. So I want to, before we actually start into a practice, I want to just lay down some uh, groundwork of, you know, what what we're doing here and how to practice with this thing we call mindfulness. Um, And the the traditional meditation instructions come from the Satipatthana Sutta. um, And it, Sati... The word sati is translated into mindfulness, um, but it's also translated into remembering, right? To remember or to recollect. And so this idea of mindfulness is very simply remembering where you are right now. Remembering. So it's not the kind of remembering of remembering your history, remembering, you know, the story, remembering um, childhood or a conversation you want to have or remembering to plan something. It's not that kind of remembering. It's the remembering of where am I? Where am I actually right now? And we do this in a, you know, what we call a clear and stable and non judgmental awareness. And so what the clarity comes from is through the remembering. So for instance, right now, can you actually feel your body? You feel your sits bones on your cushion. 
maybe sensations in your hands. This is present time awareness. This is being here now. You might not be present right now. Maybe your mind is thinking about something. You're um, ruminating about something or thinking about what the rest of the week is going to be like. That would be not being present right now, right? The mind has taken you somewhere else. You're off on a journey. And so we have this very simple task. I say simple because when I talk about it, it sounds simple. Okay, so if you're thinking about something, stop thinking about it and come back to your body, right? But as we all know, it's not always so simple. There are many sticky sticky thoughts, sticky memories, sticky plants that can get us stuck. We can get caught. And then we go down that train of thought. And next thing we know, many, many minutes have passed by. But the beautiful thing about the mindfulness practice is that's okay. That's part of the practice. It's totally and completely natural to do that. I'll oftentimes have students say to me, well, I can't meditate because I'm the kind of person that thinks a lot. (laughs) And it's like, well, yeah, you and everybody else in this room, (laughs) we all think a lot and that's okay. The point of the practice is not for us not to think. The point of the practice is for us to have a relationship to that thinking and also to have the ability, the capacity to come back, to remember Where am I right now? And so a lot of the instructions this morning will merely be about how to remember, how to come back. And the first, as I was talking about the Satipatthana, the four foundations of mindfulness... The Satipatthana Sutta is also called the Four Foundations of Mindfulness. We're going to mostly be working today with the first foundation, which is the breath and the body. And the breath and the body um, are very useful because they're always with us, right? We're never not without it. Fortunately, we're not without the breath. There will be one day when we aren't. But for now, the breath is always there. So no matter where we are, no matter where you are today while practicing, whether you're walking, which I'll give some instructions on that, whether you're eating, whether you're going to the restroom, whether you're just standing, whatever it is that you're doing, your breath is with you. So we're going to use that. Your body is with you. So we're going to use that as this, um, sometimes we call it an anchor, um, but it's it's a place to help us stabilize and and strengthen our clarity of mind and our mindfulness. Just trying to think how I want to lay it out so it's very clear. Um, 
Well, I'm going to start with some instructions that I might continue talking as I give them. But I, I really want to normalize for everybody in here that first days of retreat, you will definitely experience some sleepiness, right? And that's okay. There is not some, we do not have to get to a state where suddenly because you're on retreat and sitting a certain way that everything's going to fall away, the mind's going to be clear, and you are now a meditator. It's not even the ask of the practice. The ask of the practice is to really see with a, with a naked eye direct experience as it's happening right now. So that might be sleepiness. Sleepiness is happening right now. A restlessness, that feeling of, I got to get out of here. I'm jumping out of my skin. I can't possibly sit or anxiety rising. Natural. Ideas of doubt. Why did I do this? I could be somewhere else, you know, it's such a great weekend for a movie or whatever. Like, <laughs> what have I done? That will arise. Right? Cravings for things to be different will arise. Completely normal. Completely natural. And when that happens, paying attention to first acknowledging, okay, this is happening. I see you. I see you restlessness. I see you sleepiness. You can be here, watching that arise, watching the mind's reaction to it, wanting to fix it, change it, thinking you're not meditating right, getting stressed out because I think I'm not meditating right. I don't know how to do this. Forget it. Right? That's the, the reaction to the direct experience of, oh, what is sleepiness? What's the experience of sleepiness feel like in this body, not in the mind, but in this body, what does sleepiness feel like? Ah, there's a heaviness in my shoulders. My face feels a little weighty and warm. Whatever. That's direct experience in the body in this moment. What the mind will want to tell you is all kinds of stories about how that's wrong and i got to snap out of it and I'm feeling foggy. See what it's like to not resist direct experience. Right? This naked scene of what's actually happening. And when we start to do that, when we start to allow ourselves to settle in the breath and the body, this first foundation of mindfulness, and the resistance falls away to this experience of being in this human form, a stabilization of the mind can happen. And we call that samadhi. It's this, this place where we settle and then we stable. We settle and we stabilize. We settle and we stabilize. And that happens over and over again with this direct experience. And when we do that with a kind and compassionate voice towards ourselves versus a judgmental, harsh voice, when we remember to come back, allow yourself to come back to a home, a refuge, a space that's inviting and welcoming versus that, okay, I'm coming back and I'm going to do it right this time, right? There's this rigidity that can happen in our practice. And the more rigid we get, 
the more harsh we get when we remember to come back, the farther away we actually get from from our concentration and from our samadhi, from our stabilization. So really watch that warm, welcoming, kind voice on return. And a good, good friend, I'm happy you're back. It's good to see you again. And we start over, right? So there's a lot of starting over, and that's totally okay. And so even now, allowing your belly to soften and feeling the breath, leaving and entering the body. We don't need to control the breath. There's no controlling of the breath. It's a receptivity of the breath. Breathing is happening. Feeling the sensations in your body. This body is here. It's really here. We're oftentimes these walking heads, and the body is merely just a a tool to get us around the world. But no, this body comes with a lot of information. It's very wise. So let's first, when we start to practice, really finding a posture. So allow yourself to find a posture that is comfortable enough, because as we know, we'll sit and we'll get uncomfortable, and then we'll shift and get uncomfortable again, and we'll shift and get uncomfortable again. So see if you can find something that's comfortable enough where we don't have to shift or readjust too much, because as we know, that only lasts a little while. A posture that is not too rigid or uptight, but holds this nobility, holds enough effort to keep us awake and alert, but that also has some ease, right? So watching where there might be tension, letting it fall. neck straight so that the head can be balanced. Typically in the insight tradition, which is what we're doing with mindfulness practice, The eyes are closed, but if that doesn't feel right for you, um, you can lightly gaze, just glancing down at the floor in front of you. And we'll start with allowing the belly to soften. Finding ease in the breath, if possible. Just noticing breathing happening. Right now, breathing is happening.
And for some, we feel the breath maybe strongest in the belly, the expansion and the contraction. For some, it's in the rising and the falling of the chest area, the lungs and the chest. Or maybe you feel it the strongest at your nostrils or your upper lip. And then there's also the possibility that just following the whole breath is what feels the most natural. So see where you feel breathing the easiest, the most naturally. And allow that to be the point that you return to every time the mind drifts off, every time we get pulled away into another experience. And if for various reasons the breath is uncomfortable or not an easeful place to land, pick something like your hands or your feet, maybe your sits bones, a contact point that every time we forget where we are, the remembering settles back into hands, feet, sits bones, or breathing. Just allow that for now. Very simply, you get to put all other ideas down. Use the remembering of where we are right now through one of these points of reference. Breathing in and breathing out. Coming back over and over again, no matter how many times we forget, it's okay. Just returning.
And just checking in. Where where am I right now? If we're long gone, resettling back into breathing. Another point on the body. Just coming back.
So a few things I, I want to add for the instructions for today um, is, you know, we call this a practice for a reason. Just like anything new that we're picking up or anything we're trying to get better at, we need to practice, whether it's an instrument or a language or riding a bike or whatever it is that we're doing. And so this too, um, the more we allow ourselves to return to stabilize this possibility for an unwavering, um, very still mind can happen but it comes through practice, right? And the practice in this sense is going away and coming back and going away and coming back. So the going away is actually useful. It's necessary. It's not a bad thing, right? The coming back is helpful. And so what we do is we, we as we stabilize this mind, as our mind becomes unwavering, that's where the wisdom can shine bright. Because we're seeing exactly what's happening right now versus all of these diluted possibilities um, and confusion. So really today, really about coming back, about coming back. And like I said, with a lot of kindness. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Time can feel like it's in short supply. Between work, family, and friends, there's very little time left just for you. What would you do with an extra hour in your day? What's important to you? Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. It's a great way to increase self-awareness, build a greater sense of purpose, deal with overthinking, and more. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BeHereNow today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash BeHereNow.